This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 819. You're tuned to WGNS on this Tuesday morning, today the 13th of April. And this morning we have on the air with us Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with St. Thomas. Dr. Rich, how are you this morning? I'm doing well this morning. How are you? I'm doing good. So the talk this morning about bariatric surgery, the bariatric program, all within St. Thomas. There is a lot that goes on with the whole bariatric program. I guess start out just telling us a little bit about it. It's a program for weight loss that is surgical weight loss that affords folks an opportunity to lose the weight that they need to lose to improve their health when all other measures have failed. A lot of times folks will have medical weight loss and go on diets, but the unfortunate thing is a lot of times they have limited long-term success, and surgical weight loss helps more with the long-term success, is what, and that's what we're after. Again, with us this morning, Dr. Rich with the St. Thomas Bariatrics Program, and those out there who are listening who maybe have tried to lose weight but have not been successful just by dieting and exercising, uh, what usually is playing out with that person? I mean, is there uh, something that you're seeing every every so often with numerous patients, and, and what is it that you're seeing and why? Well, typically, you know, we'll see patients that have exhausted all other measures. They've, they've been on diet plans, they've had some success, but they gained their weight back. And a lot of times people get to the point to where they say, enough is enough, this is not working for me, and so what is another alternative? And so not only do, do the surgeries help with weight loss itself, but they also help with treating medical diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure. A lot of times those can be put in remission. And really what it comes down to is if, if folks are healthier, they've lost the weight that they want to lose, they feel better, and they have improved their quality of life. What do you see in patients as far as the reason for their obesity? Because, you know, you always hear, well, if you eat too much, you'll become obese, which is a fact. But then you also have a lot of underlying circumstances such as depression or something that somebody's been going through time after time. And they also need, you know, some type of help mentally with a, a counselor or some type of a coach. I mean, kind of give us what you're seeing. The truth of the matter is obesity is a disease and we need to treat it like a disease. Now, there are diseases out there that one or two things cause that disease. Those diseases are easier to treat. But with obesity, there are, it's multifactorial. There are multiple things that go into it. Sometimes there's a genetic component, there's a behavioral component, there's multiple things that go into it, which makes it so hard to treat. And so, with our comprehensive bariatric center, we try to attack all aspects of the disease process. You know, we have support groups that uh, deal with more of the mental aspect of it and staying on track. We have a dietitian in our office, which offers help from coming up with a good dietary plan even after surgery. We have long-term follow-up after the surgery 
up to five years or more, or however long people want to keep coming back to see us, to make sure that they have all the resources that they need in order to have long-term success. You know, it often seems like bariatric programs are some of the only programs that really focus and understand the mental health and mental well-being of a person because there's so many other diseases out there where the doctors don't even touch base on the mental well-being of somebody. They don't, it's like something they, they gloss over at times. I think what sometimes is overlooked is if you're treating hypertension in someone that's obese or you're treating diabetes or you're treating sleep apnea and that sort of thing and in folks that are obese or morbidly obese, you're really just putting a Band-Aid on the problem. You're not really getting to the root of the problem. And I think one of the things is, uh, or one of the problems results from not really wanting to address the underlying problem of obesity. You know, sometimes it's, you know, maybe someone might feel like they get their you know, feelings hurt or or something like that. We don't approach it like that. I mean, if it's a disease, then the disease needs to be treated. And we try every way in the world to treat that disease from all aspects. Things like stress, anxiety, depression, these are all things that can play a role in a person's not only, of course, mental health, but their physical well-being as well. And and, and those are those are big things because, I mean, they can lead to so many other problems such as high blood pressure, obesity. I mean, just the list goes on and on. With what we do, I'm a traditional type physician, and the, but I do recognize that the mental well-being has to do a lot with the physical well-being. You cannot separate those two. Even sleep hygiene, I mean, the ability to get a good night's sleep affects our health. You know, like you, like you mentioned, the stress is in our lives. And uh, there are some things that the surgery is not going to help, but we try to offer them other channels such that they can get help from all aspects of their lives. So when you take on a new patient and you're just kind of getting an overview of everything going on with them in their life, their past, all of that stuff, what are the different things that you'll do first for that patient who's wanting to have this bariatric surgery? Well, first, we, we, uh, their, their first contact with us is through the, our comprehensive bariatric center. And they look at all aspects, every insurance, every um, you know, means of payment has different requirements. And, and the first thing that we do is we make sure that upfront that they know what all the requirements are in order to get them to surgery and uh, they start down the path, and that, that requirement includes a psychological evaluation to make sure that individuals don't have any eating disorder that surgery is not going to help, and so that can be addressed even before surgery. And then as folks go down the pathway, they speak with our dietitian, and then they speak with uh, the surgeon. And during that discussion, we again give an overview of what is involved with the surgery before surgery and after surgery and get them on the right path as far as getting into a more of a mental mode of thinking and understanding what is related to surgical weight loss. Now, you know, it takes more than the surgery. And one of the things that we emphasize more than anything is that we have to address the surgery as a tool. The 
all the other things that I mentioned that our comprehensive center uh, employs and offers, they're also tools. But there is such a mental aspect, even after surgical weight loss, that has to be addressed for long-term success. And we, we try our best to give folks the resources that they need in order to be successful. You know, when somebody looks at all the different medical fields that are available out there, I mean, there's so many different different things within within uh, medicine. But your field of study, your field of practice, it's got to be very rewarding because I'm sitting here thinking, you know, you're with that patient at their at their lowest point, and then you're with them on that journey to hopefully one of their highest points in their life. It, it, it is very satisfying, and that's kind of from a selfish standpoint. When I have someone come in after one year and they've lost over 100 pounds and they express to me how they have regained their lives, how they feel better than they ever thought that they would feel, they're, they're more interactive with their family. I had one gentleman, he said, you know, I work 10 or 12 hours a day and before I would come home and sit down and I did not have the energy to even play with my children. And now I have so much energy. I plan something for every weekend. His wife used to tell him, hey, uh, you know, why don't you play with the children tonight? And he said, well, I just don't feel like it. And he says now he has things planned on the weekend, active things, physical things. And his wife has come to him now and said, you know, we don't have to do something every weekend. (laughs) So seeing folks reclaim their lives, is is a very exciting thing you know and and it's it is very interesting to hear you talk about all this because also in addition to you of course treating them medically through the bariatric program and the surgery and all that you've got to just sit there look back and say you know i watched you change over this past year and it's it's more than just the surgery it's because you were focused on changing you were focused on getting better and you know sometimes they probably had Uh, counselors to talk to throughout the program but it's got to be interesting just watching their life come back together and I'm sure the patients see that but maybe they don't see the whole picture until the end I don't know that's true and you know I, I believe that if people could truly appreciate how much better their lives can be how much better they could feel how much better the quality of their lives can be if they truly could have a glimpse of that before starting the process then they would have a, you know, it would be a no-brainer for them. You know, some people are reluctant to have surgery. Surgery is a big deal. Surgery is a last resort. There are certain risks that go along with surgery. Those risks are very low. But I think that if people could truly have an appreciation of how much better they could feel, then, then you know, it would be a no-brainer for them as far as wanting to proceed with the surgery. Again, with us this morning, Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with the St. Thomas Bariatrics Program. And the program is all about, of course, weight loss, and that's one of the primary goals, obviously. But it's also about regaining your life or or maybe even living a life that you never could live before because maybe, and I'm sure in a lot of patients, they battled with this weight ever since they were a kid. That's exactly right. And that. That is the the thing that we're combating more than than anything is this, you know, sort of attitude towards the weight loss and changing their lives. What the the sad 
thing is, and the reason why we're trying to get the message out there that there is an alternative and uh, surgery can help with more things than just what they see back in the mirror is that the, the problem is sometimes people get to a point to where they think this is just the way my life is going to be from now on. I'm going to feel this bad from now on, and that's just the way it's going to be. And the message is it does not have to be that way. You know, I, I would guess when it comes to husbands and wives out there, if one comes in as a patient and they're going through who knows what, chances are good that spouse is going through a lot of the same problems. And I'm curious if that spouse comes in and, and gets treatment as well. I mean, do you have husband and wives who come in because the wife got it and it was successful, then the husband follows or vice versa? We do have a lot of husband and wife uh, patients. Sometimes they decide to have the surgery on the same day. Uh, sometimes the, uh, the husband will allow the wife to have her surgery, see how she does, and then the husband decides, you know, I think that that might be for me. You know, I think sometimes people look at it from the standpoint of, well, I don't know about surgical weight loss seems so extreme. I think that is more of the my 600-pound life type patient and that sort of thing, but, it, but it's not. But you're right. We do have several husband and wife uh, patients, um, even those that don't, you know, both, pay, both uh, spouses might not qualify for the surgery as far as their BMI and the, uh, you know, might not be, have the obesity or morbid obesity. But I think what people underestimate is how they can, and patients can change their entire household and the approach that their entire household takes to food. So, I, you know, I've had many patients that had smaller children, and they say that even those smaller children cue into what, how they're approaching food, and their hope is that maybe their children will take a different approach so that they don't need weight loss surgery. And so it can change the lives of an entire family with just one uh, member of the household having the surgery. Do you think programs like the reality programs like uh, My 600 Pound Life, do you think they have changed people for the good, made them want to get help? I think that it has uh, demonstrated to folks out there that there is an alternative. And, and surgical weight loss is an alternative. Now, that's like many reality shows, that's an extreme. Uh, and it does not have to be that extreme. I mean, if someone has a BMI or 35 to 40 and they have uh, high blood pressure and diabetes, then they could qualify for a surgery. If someone has a BMI over 40, then they qualify for the surgery. They don't have to have the you know, they don't have to weigh 600 pounds in order to qualify for the surgery. For those who may be listening who are overweight, and let's say they are in that category of 500 or even 600 pounds, because those we do have those who live here who are in that category, it takes a lot of effort just to, you know, get up in the morning, just to make something to eat. And it takes a whole lot of effort. But the effort to come into the office to get that help that probably says a lot right there that this person does want change. That's exactly right. And, you know, sometimes people will ask me, well, 
when does an individual decide, look in the mirror and say, hey, I have to do something. My life is not going to be very good for the rest of the time I'm here on this earth. What is that uh, thing that brings folks to reality? Well, it's a lot, it's, it's different for each individual. Some people just get fed up with, with not feeling good all the time. Other times people might have something like a cardiac event or something and their cardiologist says, if you do not do something now, then you have, you're, you're not going to live many more years on this earth. And so everybody has a different journey. Everybody has something that, that wakes them up to the fact that, hey, I have to make a change. You know, I, I think it's important to note, you know, with anything medical, there is a level of confidentiality out there because I know there's some people who are probably listening who are embarrassed. They're embarrassed of maybe how they look, how they feel, how they're not able to get out and about like they used to, but they are ashamed in some way. But with with going into your office, it is all kept extremely confidential. And I think people, I think that's an aspect of it people should hear more about. Because I think that holds people back sometimes. Yeah, I mean, everything, it's like being treated for any other disease. We have to treat it as a disease. And I think if you look at it truly as a disease, it, it, it's, a, it's not a you know, failure of that person from a personality standpoint. It's not uh, something that, say, well, you know, a lot, a lot of times in our society, people will look at folks that are obese and they'll say, oh, well, they're obese, they must be lazy, they must, you know, if they would just eat less and exercise more, then we wouldn't have an obesity epidemic, which we do have in this country. If we treated uh, obesity like we have this pandemic, and I, I think that a lot of disease processes will, will be well treated as a result of treating the, the obesity. But we, we treat this as a medical problem because it is a medical problem. It is a disease. And we treat folks in such a way as we're treating the disease. If, if individuals went to, the, to their primary doctor and the primary doctor took their blood pressure and said, well, your blood pressure is 220 over 120, but I'm not going to treat your, your high blood pressure. Well, I think that you would probably try to find another doctor. And so it is a disease process that needs to be treated. We treat it as a medical issue. We, 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 we're pretty frank about, hey, this is the problem that you have. This is what we have to offer. And we treat it like any other disease as far as confidentiality and that sort of thing. And so we try to get folks to decrease those barriers because we realize it's not a personality flaw. It's a disease. And we're, we're going to treat it as such. I think when you look at some of the more extreme obesity patients, it's when you when you see that it's not just a sign of something medically wrong. It's a sign that maybe they suffered a trauma throughout their life at some point that really brought them to this level where they just need help climbing out of it. You know, we, we try to get folks sometimes you almost feel like folks get to the point to where there's no coming back and they think that in their mind. But we, we try to allow them to realize that there's always something that you can do to improve your life. You know, because sometimes people do find themselves in this negative spiral, and they're just kind of spiraling out of control. And surgery may seem extreme, 
but it's sort of uh, there's a break in the madness there, and that way we can get them positioned such that they move in the right direction. This morning we're talking with Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with the St. Thomas Bariatrics Program, and we have to take a break. But when we come back, I do want to touch base on some of the other issues that you probably see, and that is the addiction of certain foods, the addiction of sugar, because those are realities for some people, just like alcohol addiction may be. So let's kind of touch base on that a little bit and some other items as well. But we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Time right now is 840. You're tuned in to WGNS again on this Tuesday morning season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States and you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. If you're looking around your home and it's looking like it's time to update, we can do anything as far as painting, new flooring, anything that you're looking for. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. They already did a great job on our bathroom, so when we decided to redo the playroom, Farrah Construction was the only one we called. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. True American hero, Norm Elzier. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. Your basic training... What was that time period? It took quite a while because after we went to the classroom study, then we had to go up to Apalachicola, Florida, where we took aerial gunnery training and we flew in AT-6s with a 30 caliber machine gun and shooting at that target. The bullets were painted colors and they could tell who shot what. From there, they sent us off to a mechanic school in Shepherdfield, Texas. From there, they sent us to a gunnery school again. It was strictly shooting a 50 caliber at a moving target way down range. From there, we went to California where we joined our bomber crew. Well, Norm, when you shipped out, 
What was that like? It wasn't too good. The planes, they were all brand new planes, and they were supposed to fly over to Italy. The trouble was the ground officer decided they were going to fly too. So out of the six gunners, two of us had to go by boat. And we drew straws. And I was fortunate enough <laughs> to, to draw one of the boat straws. It took nine days to go across the Atlantic and would storm almost all the time. In fact, I came off the boat in a stretcher because I was standing watch on deck uh, three times a day and, and I got sick. Norm Elzier. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Right now that time, 8.43, we're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Our guest with us this morning, Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with the St. Thomas Bariatric Program right here in Murfreesboro. And before that break, we ask him about those who may be addicted to certain foods or food in general or sugars. How complex is the issue of addiction and food? Well, I think it is very complex. Sometimes it's hard to determine. You know, everybody eats for a different reason. You know, sometimes people eat because they're bored. Sometimes people eat when they're sad. Sometimes people eat when they're happy. The truth of the matter is our entire society revolves around food. And, uh, you know, food addiction is a reality. And, you know, I tell patients that it's not too unlike alcoholism or any other type of addiction. I think the major difference, though, is if someone is an alcoholic, and I'm not downplaying the... The, the severity of that, of that disease. But uh, if someone is an alcoholic, then potentially they could completely remove themselves from certain situations. They don't have to go to the liquor store. They don't have to be around people that, that partake in that activity that they're trying to rid from their lives. But the truth of the matter is we have to eat and, uh, in order to maintain our nutrition. And so it's hard for people to completely separate that from their lives. But truly understanding how to cope with that uh, issue is, is the key. After the surgery is performed and that person is, you know, well on a road to recovery and they're doing better, do they ever replace an addiction of food with something else after the bariatric surgery? There is a potential for that. Um, and so that's the reason why we, like I say, we have a comprehensive center. And that's the reason why we have uh, support groups. And I, I would put our support groups against any in the, in the country as far as the quality of our, our support groups. And I think support is really one of the major factors in someone having long-term success. And so the follow-up appointments. You know, sometimes people will not uh, come back for their follow-up appointment, say, two years after surgery because they feel like, well, maybe I haven't done as well as I should. You know, I'm kind of ashamed and that sort of thing. Well, 
the reason why we have the follow-up appointments is to make sure that everyone has the resources that they need in order to be successful long-term. And so it's, it's not about, I haven't been, I haven't lost the weight that I think that I should have lost. They're going to lecture me. That's not what it's all about. What, it, what it's all about is getting them in the position to where they can have long-term success. And we try every way in the world to keep uh, patients engaged so that they will be able to have that long-term success. Again, Dr. Rich with us this morning with the St. Thomas Bariatric Program. You know, I'm curious, after that first appointment that somebody has with you, with your staff, and they come to you and say, you know, I I have to lose this weight, and it's been a, a struggle for years and years, and then you talk to them and kind of walk them through what other patients have gone through, or you kind of talk to them about some of the problems that may have led up to this, and then they start to understand. I, I could see maybe a light would turn on for them, and they say to themselves, you know, well, now I understand. This makes more sense why I am where I am right now. And then for the first time, do they see hope after that first visit? And I, and I think that is the key. You know, the surgery is not the end-all, be-all, because it takes much more than the surgery. The surgery has to be approached as a tool. But the surgery does help folks have hope that something can be different in their lives, that they can regain their lives, have a better quality of life, and feel the, the way that they need to feel to be to enjoy their family, to in, in, enjoy life uh, in general. And I think a lot of times when patients come in to see us, you know, they're, they're still, they sort of have this barrier there because there's a stigma associated with obesity. And then once we start talking with them and explaining things to them, and you sort of see that barrier come down. And they realize, hey, you know, they're on my side. This is a team approach. We're all on the same team, playing the same game. So, you know, I, I, I do see that from time to time, really in a very short period of time when I'm seeing folks, you know, after I've sort of talked with them for 10 minutes, they start to open up a little bit more. And that is the uh, aspect that you can tell, you know, they, they're sort of getting it. They're, they're understanding that there is something there. This surgery thing can help them get to where they want to be in life. It seems like there is a stigma attached to everything under the sun. And when you look at things like obesity, I think movies, TV shows, magazines have kind of made part of that stigma look as if those who are obese are uneducated or they're poor or who knows what else. But those are the types of stigmas, just to, just to name a couple of them, that are a problem in society. It really is. And, you know, I, I, I'm kidding myself if I think that I can change our society. I'm one guy, you know, living here in Murfreesboro, and I'm not going to change the whole world. I, I understand that. But what we're trying to do is get the message out there to folks that it doesn't have to be this way. They can, they can change their lives. Unfortunately, people that look at those that are obese, morbidly obese, super morbidly obese, they, they already prejudge them as to what kind of individual they are. I tell folks, when you lose this weight, you're not going to change who you actually are. You're going to change your outward appearance. But in changing that outward appearance, that has an effect on how people approach them, how people look at them, 
even how they look at themselves. I mean, having someone that's not able to go into a, a store and just pick clothes off the rack, they see something that they like, and they're able to, to you know, make that transaction and feel good about themselves and that sort of thing. When they start getting to the point where I've had patient after patient after patient say, you know, what a pleasure it is to be able just to go in and buy clothes like everybody else. And it's the little things that, that people appreciate more. Sometimes people come in and they say, yesterday I looked down and I had crossed my legs. You don't know how long it's been since I've crossed my legs. You know, or someone that, you know, I've had some patients that do a lot of air travel, and they say, you know, you don't know what it's like to be able to go in, sit down in an airplane seat, and not have to ask for a seatbelt extender, or not have to worry about encroaching on the passenger beside them. These are all little things that, you know, to a person from the outside looking in, think, well, that's not that big of a deal, but it is a big deal because it affects who we are. You know, it's pretty cool. I know you just said you're just one person here in Murfreesboro. You can't change all of society or anything like that. But Mother Teresa had that quote where she said, if you can't feed 100 people, then just feed one. Because if you're helping out that one life in a focused manner, it's going to change other lives. And then that one person is going to change others. Just like those who are patients through the program, if it changes their life to where they have a better life, they feel better, they then have better interaction with their kids, grandkids, their spouse. So it literally does change multiple lives just through one patient. That is what I've seen over the years by doing this. And, and I tell patients, I said, you know, you have more of an impact on others than you realize. You know, you can tell your children all day long, you don't need to eat this or you need to do this or you need to exercise. They may or may not follow. I mean, I have children. I understand. They may or may not follow what you tell them, but they watch you. Even at work, you know, people see your transformation, see how much better you feel, how much better of an attitude you have towards life, and people start looking at that. They might not ever truly realize that they touched those individuals' lives, but it really does become exponential, and that really, that, that whole thing, when I get to thinking about it, it validates what we do here. And, you know, the unique thing about that, if, let's say, it's a young mother who's in her late 30s or even early 40s, and she has a daughter who's somewhere between the age of 10 and 18, if you make those changes in yourself and you start to have that that better feeling about yourself, the better moods, the ability to go out and do things, it is going to change that child's life, teenager's life, whatever it is, for years to come without them, the teenager, ever realizing that's the reason I feel good today because my mom got that surgery and she was always positive and motivating after that. And that's what, you know, I hear time and time and time again from patients, how it did transform their entire household. It's pretty cool stuff, you know, and if anybody out there listening wants to learn more about it, because we're about out of time, but if anybody wants to learn more about it, what is the first step they need to take? Well, the first step is to call our bariatric center. It's uh, St. Thomas Rutherford Bariatric Center. And that way you can, from the, the first phone call, get placed on the right path. Very cool. And again, insurance, all of that stuff, those are things that can be ironed out within your office. So as long as the patient can iron out the issue of finding out how to pay for it, figuring out a way to make it happen, then they're going to be eventually on the right track it sounds like and i tell you you know you, you have to have some vision 
a little bit of an investment now will have unbelievable dividends that are paid later on for the rest of their lives. And you cannot put a, a monetary dollar amount on that. And you're talking about extending someone's life expectancy. You're talking about maybe getting them off the blood pressure medication, the cholesterol medication. You're talking about a lot of big changes that are going to save people not only money, but also heartache and headache at the same time. You know, there are not many operations that can actually extend the life, lives of individuals like you were, like you were just alluding to. But on average, these operations that we do extend folks' lives by about 10 years. And, that, and it's not just about extending your life. It's a quality of life. It's to be able to enjoy life. And like you say, I mean, I've had people come in and they're on three or four uh, blood pressure medications that they're even having a hard time regulating their blood pressure and all that. And they come in after their six-month visit, say, and they say, I'm down to one blood pressure medication. Or somebody that is uh, even on insulin, and they come in, they go, well, I'm off of insulin now. Now, I'm not saying that this will cure diabetes, will completely cure hypertension, but it improves that, uh, that person's health, it improves that person's body, and so those diseases don't take the toll over the long term on that individual's body. And while there, you know, I don't guess there's studies on this, but I'm guessing it could also extend the life of your kids, your grandkids, because they potentially are going to change the way they eat, the way they look at food, like you were talking about earlier. So it's not only going to extend your life, it's going to make the lives of those around you a little more healthy. It's kind of hard to quantify that because you can't really have a good study to demonstrate that. But uh, logically, if you change the entire approach that the family has, they're going to be healthier. And if they're going to be healthier, then it's going to extend their lives. Again, on the air with us this morning, Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with the St. Thomas Bariatrics Program. And for those who want to learn more, you just start at St. Thomas. And then I guess the easiest thing to do is to Google St. Thomas Bariatrics, and then it'll lead you to the office right here in Murfreesboro. And where is your office, by the way? Uh, the our, our physical office is in the DePaul building. The Bariatric Center is in the Seton building. Both of those buildings are connected directly to the hospital here at St. Thomas Rutherford. And as we close out, because we only have a minute left, but after you go through the bariatric program, there are support groups and things like that available for those who, who do go through the program. That's exactly right. And, and I, we emphasize to folks how important the support groups are. You know, some people, and we, we have support groups designed for those that have not had surgery. We've had, we have support groups that include those that have just had surgery, and then we have support groups for folks that are a year or more out from surgery. Everybody has uh, a little bit different issues, typically, depending on where they are in the process. And so we have, uh, we're fortunate to have uh, unbelievable support groups to help folks along the way. So after the surgery, after the weight is lost, doesn't mean that the, the journey is over because it's a, it's a journey for the rest of their lives and the support that folks can gain from our bariatric center and the support groups there are essential in making sure that people can maintain that for, for the rest of their lives. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Again, on the air, Dr. Stephen Allen Rich with St. Thomas's Bariatric Program. Thanks again. Thank you.